0: So that's for, our, that's for our sermon series that starts on May 6th. It's called Modern Family. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we have a special guest speaker in that series on Mother's Day. Some of you may know her as Crystal. I know her as Baby. Uh, she's going to do an awesome job. She always yells at me every Mother's Day, nobody wants to hear me preach. Like, yes, they do. You just don't think they do. So we always celebrate women on Mother's Day. Uh, so we, we've got a special gift for every lady, not just moms. We've got a special gift for every lady on Mother's Day. So don't miss it. It's going to be an awesome Sunday, and we're going to have finally a really good preacher for once. So it's going to be a good day. So if you have your Bibles, grab them. Go to Acts, Acts chapter eight. Acts chapter eight. Now I grew up. I grew up in church. I grew up going to church. I used to sit every Sunday with my grandfather. Uh, his name is, is Wayne West. Uh, and, and Cody could help me with this. Cody is my cousin. He's the guy sitting over there turning red. Um, my mom would sit in the choir. Now, she would have the awesome, you know, the choir robes, the blue robes with the little, with, with the little thing on top of it that, that comes to a point on the back. You know, I'm talking about those awesome robes. Uh, and she'd, she'd stand up there and sing in the choir. So I had to sit next to my grandfather and behave. And if I didn't behave, mom would give me the evil eyes from the choir loft. And then I'd have to take a nap when I get home. Isn't it funny that you're all like, make me take a nap now. I'd love to take a nap. Anyway, it's not punishment anymore. Um, so anyway, I'd sit next to my grandpa. And he would belt out for the whole church to hear whatever hymn we were singing. And he is a terrible singer. And by terrible singer, I mean terrible. I'm not even being. I'm not even being nice. He was just bad. And his favorite song of all time was "Victory in Jesus." And here's the problem: he was so loud, I didn't think he could get any louder. But when he got to "Victory in Jesus," he cranked up the volume just a little bit more. He says, oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. I'm not lying. It was. Am I lying? Okay. Oh, that made my head dizzy. Anyway, um, I'm just sitting there going, ah. But that was my every Sunday. I grew up, I worshiped. But one thing that I never talked about growing up in church was the Holy Spirit. Now, we believed in the Holy Spirit. We talked about it all the time, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But we never talked about it. In fact, the Holy Spirit was our weird uncle that lived somewhere else that never came to visit. Anybody have a weird uncle like that? If you don't, you're the weird uncle. Anyway, um, and so I never heard a message from the book of Acts other than Acts 1-8, you know, take take the Jerusalem, Judea to the ends of the age. Anyway, we'll get there in a minute. But the Holy Spirit was something that was foreign to me. And I grew up Baptist, and, and that might be common for some of you, and that's not to... I don't want to dog anybody, I want to dog the Baptists, because they, they instilled in me a belief that the word of God was precious, that well I will always value. Uh, and so, I became, uh, I started hanging out with a girl, her name is Crystal, and she went to a church called New Hope Church, and it was an Assembly of God church, and I got, I got to go and lead worship for the youth. God help me. Anyway, right? They just sit here, stare at me. It's a tough crowd. I preached for them before. It's a tough crowd. Hey, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. Uh, Your mom made you, but it's good. Uh, Hey, remember, y'all hang out. Um, I challenged the youth that if they can get 20 youth in a service, did Gio tell you what we do? A pizza party. Did he tell you? He didn't tell you this? he told me he told you. Okay. Anyway, so if you get 20 youth right in here, pizza party the next Wednesday. And I'm not talking hot and ready. I'm talking Papa John's. Ooh, balla. Anyway, challenge accepted. Let's go. Anyway, so okay. Y'all excuse me. I'm back here now. Uh, so I, I led worship in, in the youth group and it was cool because even in the youth group, these people worship differently. They, they went after God in a way that I was like, man. And I was like, this is just in the youth group? I can't imagine what the church is like. And so when I got the opportunity to come to Hope Church, I, I, still, was, I still called myself a Baptist. Uh, and I, I went to get my master's degree. So I went and got my master's degree at Southwestern Assembly of God University. And so the Lord had his hand on it the whole time. Uh, And my first class that I had was Luke and writings. Now, if you know Luke, Luke wrote Luke and Acts. So obviously, we're going to get to the Holy Spirit in there. Uh, And so I was the lone Baptist that didn't believe necessarily in speaking in tongues or prophecy, anything like that at the time. And I was trying to fight against all of the, the... The assembly of god was trying to reform them all and uh god did something interesting he 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 used them lovingly to just minister to them one of my favorite teachers of all time and uh, i don't know if he's on facebook but hopefully one day he'll listen to it dr john wyckoff lovingly sat there and allowed me to ask all the questions that i had and he said todd I don't care if you believe in the Holy Spirit. I just want you to be open to it. Just be open to what he can do in your life. So I just decided, I I said, all right, God. Anybody ever have these conversations where you talk to God? All right, God. Here's this, here's how's this going to be. Creator of the universe, I'm going to tell you what's up, right? You ever have these moments? Um, I just said, God, if you're real, will you show up in my life? If you're real, will your Holy Spirit show up in a fresh way in my life? And so I just began to read my Bible. I just began to read in Acts. I I just began to pursue what God would have. Then one day I was in my bedroom, crystal work nights at the time, and I was praying. And I just began to pray, and I just began to pray out loud. And I noticed that when I got to a point to where I was focused and just really dug into prayer, something changed i felt the holy spirit come and just begin to pray through me and i began to speak in a language that i did not understand i was like whoa what happened here and kind of scared me a little bit at first but i kind of went on and 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 pursued it more and pursued it more and pursued it more and then finally it's it's become a normal part of my life and so I truly believe that the Holy Spirit is something that empowers each and every one of us. And I believe it was at that moment that God took me from a worship leader who was just committed to being a timid, hang out behind the mic and not talk to any one worship leader. And at the moment I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I believe God empowered me, gave me the power I needed to become a pastor because it's the holy spirit it's through the holy spirit that we receive all the power that we need you know i'll hold another cool holy spirit story and i didn't plan on telling you this one but i heard it yesterday from candace Payne. ethan will you go unplug the baptistry it's going to drive me insane i'm sure it's driving you insane is that driving you insane my ocd i'm trying to focus and it's like i hear the pump just unplug it that's all you have to do um yeah, and so Candace Payne was speaking. Did anybody know Candace Payne? You know her as Chewbacca Mom. Everybody know Chewbacca Mom? Yeah, okay. Uh, she, is actually, she actually goes to a North Texas Assembly of God church, uh, not far from here. It's, it's in the same network of churches as us. Uh, and she was talking about the time she was filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, she said she didn't believe it. In fact, she felt like a terrible person because she was on the worship team and the whole time the speaker was talking about the Holy Spirit, she disagreed with everything. Uh, And she she disagreed with everything that he was saying. And then she felt bad because she had to get on stage and then sing, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. And she's like, I wasn't even willing for the Holy Spirit to do anything. But I got up there and sang. And so she said, "I, I was standing on stage holding the mic and went to sing and words came out that I didn't understand. She said, freaked her out, she put the microphone down, walked over to her worship leader, whispered in his ear, I just said some crazy bleep, I'm leaving and going home. (laughs) And she went home. Long story short, she believes at that moment that it was God working in her life. And in fact, she said, I think it was a year or two years after the anniversary of her being filled with the Holy Spirit was when she actually released her book, from the Chewbacca Mom incident, uh, incident or video, viral video, and she she believes wholeheartedly that it was that filling of the Holy Spirit that prepared her for everything that God was going to do with Chewbacca Mom. I thought that was amazing. So this is week two of our Empowered series, our our Scripture that we're talking about in our empowered series is Matthew three eleven. It says, "I will baptize you with water for repentance, but he who's coming after me is mightier than I. Whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry? He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire." So today, what we're talking about is the baptism of the Holy Spirit should be something that every believer longs for because that is our source of power. The Holy Spirit is your source for power. So today. That's just our simple topic. I was trying to come up with a cool title, but all I got for you is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Sorry, I was not more creative than that. Uh, So if you have your Bibles, go to Acts 8. Acts 8, we're going to start in verse 14. If you don't have your Bibles, don't worry about it. Go to UVersion in your app store or Google Play. Uh, and you can follow along. We've got your notes in there. If you'll search events, you can find Hope Church. We've got your notes in there. So Acts 8, starting in verse 14. Now, when the apostles at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent to them Peter and John, who came down and prayed for them, that they might receive the Holy Spirit, for he had not yet fi- uh, fallen on any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them, and they received the the Holy Spirit. So the disciples had received word. They had received word that these group of people had been saved and had been baptized. But they were like, listen, this isn't it. We've got to send two guys to get them filled with the Holy Spirit because that's not it. So my point one is we must seek both baptisms because yes, we can be baptized in water just like Mason was. But God has another, more powerful baptism that He's willing to pour out us at any time. Now, that's not to say that you can't be saved, baptized with the Holy Spirit, then baptized. But it, it doesn't matter the order. It just you have to be saved first to do either one of the baptisms. You got me? Because you, you, I mean, you can be baptized in water, uh, but you don't know what you're saying. You don't know what you're doing. You'll notice every time we baptize someone, we say, Do you believe in Jesus? Have you accepted Jesus to be your Lord and Savior? And and we won't baptize them until they say yes. And so, but we have to understand that the Holy Spirit is our power source. How many electricians do I have in here? One, two, you know. I'm not raising my hand again. I'm your dad. You know I'm an electrician. Anyway, so if you want power. Those of you that are not electricians, if you want power, what do you have to do? you got to plug into the what? The receptacle. There was a receptacle there, 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 and there. And there's some back here. So if you want power, you have to plug in to the receptacle. The problem is God is all of our sources of power. But sometimes we forget to plug in. We forget to plug in. And if we don't plug in to that source, then we're not going to get power. How many of you have gone to bed, plugged in your phone to the charger, set it down to charge, set your alarm, went to sleep, and your alarm never went off? Then you went to find your phone, and it's dead. I plugged it in. What happened? You forgot to plug it into the wall. Be honest. How many of you has that ever happened to? It's happened to me. Now, there's a lot of people raising their hand. You be quiet, Spurgeon. And so, but that's the thing. Sometimes we have every intention to be plugged in to our power source. But sometimes we miss a step. Sometimes we miss that step of being plugged in completely to the wall. And so don't forget to plug into the ultimate source of power. And so we are nothing unless we completely, we are completely plugged in to the power source. And guys, I'm here to tell you, I believe it's, it's when I became plugged in to the power source, when I became plugged into the Holy Spirit, that God truly began to do a work in my life that put me right here in front of you guys today. Because my wife can tell you, I used to lead worship up here and used to be the most timid guy. I would never want to even talk between songs because I felt like I sounded like an idiot and no one would want to listen to me. I did it all the time. Stop laughing, Chris. I know what you're saying. <laughs> Dad, can you get Chris out of here? <laughs> Heckler's gone. And, uh, but God, once I was plugged into that power source... He began to take me from what I thought I could be to what he knew I could be. He took me from the best I ever thought I could be to the best he knows that I can be. But we have to be plugged into that source. So, point two, flip over to Acts chapter two. For me, it's one page. For you, it might be more than one. Acts chapter two, verse one, it says, when the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind and it filled the entire house where they were sitting and divided tongues of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And so guys, what we have to understand is we have to be an empty vessel Willing for the holy spirit to fill us up But here's the problem Most of us are a little scared of the holy spirit And that's not a bad thing the problem is A lot of us And we'll just say us pentecostals because we are a part of a pentecostal movement We have made the holy spirit something that it's not We have made the holy spirit weird And the Holy Spirit is not weird. When the Holy Spirit moves, you know it's him. There's no question as to who it is. It's him. The problem is we go into these churches and we see men fabricating the Holy Spirit. Acting a fool, running around with tambourines, flags, flailing in the front rows. And we're putting on a show because we feel like if we don't put on the show, then the Holy Spirit didn't show up. But Here's the problem. When the Holy Spirit shows up, all it does is it doesn't freak us out. It draws us to the Father. Because the signs and the gifts of the Holy Spirit are we have them to show us to manifest Christ's love to us. That's the point. And if. If people don't get saved when we have the gifts of the spirit, then it wasn't really God. Because every time that you see gifts of the Holy Spirit in the Bible, someone got saved. Because all the Holy Spirit does is not freak us out. It's not weird. It points us to the father. And so, guys, I'm here to tell you, those of you today, that when I start talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you began to sweat. Not because my dad's too cheap to turn the AC on, but you just began to sweat. I'm just kidding. I love you, Dad. (laughs) I'm sweating pretty bad, but, you know. I'm kidding. You don't have to turn it on. 71 degrees. It sounds good. I love you, Dad. (laughs) You began to sweat because you're worried about it. But here's the thing. All you have to do is be a willing, empty vessel for Jesus to fill. Most people that receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, a lot of them are at their house by themselves, like I did, not knowing what was going on. They were focused on something else, and boom, it happened. Some people get hands laid on them, and they just begin to speak, but, but we have to be open, willing vessels for the Holy Spirit to pour into. But here's the key factor. We have to pour, once God fills us up, we have to pour it out. Because what happens to a water glass if we just leave water in there? It stagnates. You have to pour it out. You have to continually be filled up by the Holy Spirit and pour it out on other people. Because that's what God calls us to do. So that takes me to my third point. The Holy Spirit gives us power to do the work. You are an empty vessel filled up with the Holy Spirit, and God is empowering you to do his work. Acts 1.8, I'm sure many of you are familiar with it, but you will see power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witness to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Now, let's talk about what that means for us. Jerusalem, our Jerusalem would be like Johnson County to us. Jerusalem was a local place to the, to the Apostles. Our Judea would be our state, the state of Texas. Our Samaria would be the United States. Do y'all think the United States needs Jesus? Now more than ever. Do you know that 79% of everyone in America is on Facebook? Hold that thought, I'll get there in a minute. And then to the ends of the earth think we all know where the ends of the earth are even now more than ever we know where the ends of the earth what's interesting is in this time they didn't know where the ends of the earth was they were willing to go wherever it took them and they didn't even know where it was you guys know where the ends of the earth are and you can get on a plane and in 20 or so hours can be wherever you need to be anywhere in the world to tell people about jesus and here's the thing with the internet Now more than ever, it's easier to spread the gospel because, like I said, 79% of all of the U.S. is on Facebook. Did you know that a lot of people tune into our Facebook Live, which we're recording now? A lot of people tune into it. In fact, I'll be sitting at Chili's sometimes and a waiter or waitress will walk up and go, hey, you're that guy on Facebook. That's when I know, oh, they saw me on Facebook. And I go, yeah, I'm a pastor. Yeah, 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 you're a pastor. You're that guy on Facebook. I'm that guy on Facebook, not a pastor. It's kind of funny. And, and I also do a radio show on Monday that's on Facebook Live. Plug. Go watch it. It's fun. Tomorrow we're talking about healing. Uh, huh? Crossroads Radio. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Gio was a guest of mine a few weeks ago. And the power of Facebook, okay? Gio and I are sitting there getting swole. Because that's what we do. Uh, and somebody walks right past me. Right past me. Go, hey, what's up? Walks up to Gio and goes, Gio's been on my show twice. Looks at Gio and goes, hey, dude, I love that radio show, man. You do such a great job with it. <laughs> and Gio goes, yeah, ask the pastor. Kind of points at me. Yeah, man, you do a great job. All right, I'm going to go work out now. I'm going to see you later. Walks right past me. What's up, man? Keeps walking. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, So i walk over to Gio and I go, hey, dude, I really like your radio show. (laughs) Humbling moment, right? Gio's the face. I'm the talent. Okay, let's just be honest. (laughs) And so that happens to me a lot, but it shows me how powerful Facebook is, how powerful of a medium it is. And so I had Justin look up the stats. I had to look up the stats of of where our Facebook Live feed touched in the last two series. We had views in Texas, obviously, California, Maine, Louisiana, ready for this, South Australia, Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. We did a mission trip there. Obviously, they're watching us. Um, Mexico, France, the Philippines, South Korea, and England. That's just the last two series. So here's what I'm saying to you. God can use whatever he wants to take his gospel wherever he wants it to go. I can stand on this stage in Cleburne and preach to people in South Korea because he's given us a tool to do so. So maybe God's calling you today to help us with media to help us with taking his gospel to all the nations or maybe god's calling you today to go to the ends of the earth and to take it yourself you know i'm telling you the word the world is hungry for the word i went to africa and spoke to a group of pastors there and every one of them that you couldn't drink the water but every pastor had an ipad every one of them not an android an ipad just pointing that out huh there's still hope for him yeah yeah it was never mind uh <laughs> and and the cool thing was they weren't bogged down by that ipad they sat there for five hours looked me dead in the face which in america that's a little weird because we're used to people being distracted Looked me dead in the face for five hours nobody got up to go to the bathroom and nobody talked and we just sat there and talked about Jesus for five hours. Mind you, I was in a suit and there was no AC. So nobody could complain to Ronnie. I had to throw that suit away. You, you understand why? <laughs> yeah. I, they just couldn't get the sweat stains out of it at the dry cleaners. And, But guys, what I want you to understand is the Holy Spirit gives us power to do all of that. And so the Holy Spirit can empower you to do any of this. So I'm going to wrap this up. What does this mean for us? What does this mean for you in your life today? I've got three questions for you. The first is, are you willing to to be an empty vessel for God to pour out his spirit and make you whole? Are you willing to be an empty vessel for God to pour his spirit out on you? Second question, do you need more Do you need to do more to take the gospel to all the nations? Do you need to do more to take the gospel to all the nations? And last, as the band comes back, do you want to be filled to be baptized with the Holy Spirit today? Now, here's what we're going to do. This is why we moved preaching first. Because we wanted to have an extended time for the Holy Spirit to move. For the Holy Spirit to move and do whatever that he wants to do. Here's all I'm going to ask you to do. I just want you to be willing and open to do whatever the Holy Spirit is willing to do today in your life. Now here's here's what's not going to happen. The Holy Spirit doesn't get weird. When the Holy Spirit moves, you know it's the Holy Spirit. And so we just want to bask in his presence And allow him to move in our lives. Now we're going to have prayer people. Prayer people, will you get in place? Please. My people in the back are already there. We got Justin Gio. Joneses, are you going to do it? Yeah, I probably need you, Joneses. Please. Thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Jones. Paul and Rhonda, Ethan and Jessica will be up here. And so if you want someone to pray for you to receive the Holy Spirit, today's the day. But here's what's important. You need to be, you need to have a relationship with Jesus first. So if you're in this place and you don't have a relationship with Jesus and you want the Holy Spirit, that's the first thing to do. But guys, I want you to be open and willing to do whatever God wants to do. You know, the band is here. In fact, the first service, we went 15, 20 minutes past time because God was moving in people so much that we just released those that God was done with and the band just sat and played for another 10, 15 minutes. And if that's what we need to do, that's what we'll do. But I want you to be open and willing to whatever the Holy Spirit wants to do in your life today because it's better than any agenda that you have for lunch. Lunch will be there when you get there, I promise. Take some time. Be an open, willing vessel for the Holy Spirit to pour into. to. Dim the lights, let's pray. Jesus, just open your heart to God today. Jesus, we just thank you that you made a way for the Holy Spirit to come. So Lord, I pray today that you would just fill this place with your Holy Spirit. Lord, you have been here You were here this morning long before any of us got here. So, Lord, I pray that you would just fill this place with your Spirit. Lord, I pray that you would help us all to be empty vessels, willing for you to pour your Spirit out upon us. So, Lord, I pray today across all this place that if anyone wants to be filled with the Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would just move in them today. Holy Spirit, have Your way. Come into this place and just touch each and everyone's heart today. Holy Spirit, come into this place in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's. Stay.